every time you test, you're like, hey, what's up? This, 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 this microphone. Ugh, 5150. Episode 2025. Halfway to 50. Finally, halfway to 50. That was the goal. Was that the goal? 50 is the goal? No. Getting halfway to 50 was the goal. That's always, <laughs> okay. that's always been the goal. That's what the tattoos say. Check your back. I'll get you on. <laughs> So we have an agenda this week, as always, carefully, carefully planned, and it just like we hit are, record and start talking. Come on! Oh my God, we are we are bad at this. Yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful Seattle day. It is, it's what, terrible. One, it's terrible. Point it's six fucking, million degrees outside. It's fucking bullshit. It's supposed to rain here. Yeah. Fucking global warming, man. Oh, you one of those liberals that believes in global? If dudes don't believe in global warming, come up and experience <laughs> this weather and tell me that's not fucked up. Although. Maybe to be like, oh, the weather's so bad uh, when there's like multiple giant hurricanes that are, I don't know, sci-fi channel original movie worthy. It's yeah. Like not... Every one of those like that, Katrina and uh, Sandy, like uh, they, they were all like 100 or 500 year storms, like as in they don't happen. Yeah. Like, and then this one was like, even crazier. Oh, so these are like every 20 minutes now. That's just, yeah. <laughs> that's and the world we live in. Harvey, now. one of the least menacing names for a storm. <laughs> I mean, if it was Harvey Keitel. Oh, <laughs> shit. That makes if a lot of sense. It, if they called it Storm Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> I mean, that's the storm equivalent of smoking crack and then standing naked, yeah. yelling in your And that's room. the piano that he's in, right? <laughs> nah, well, he's he's naked in a lot of movies. Like, he was just unafraid to show. He was very disappointed with the costume in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> he was like, but I can get my dick out, right? Tackle? Ta- no, tackle or no tackle? How, what, what are we doing? Well, zips up, really? Uh, you're the director. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not for me to say you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. <laughs> Definitely wrong. What's, what is it with this guy and his old no dicks policy? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you were saying about the hurricane. About uh, Yeah, know. it's pretty terrible. And I would recommend everyone, if you have a, a cell phone, in like five seconds. Very easy to donate to the American Red Cross by just texting Harvey uh, to 90999, I believe. We'll fact check that and okay. put it in the show notes. You'll get a kickback immediately that's like, hey... We're going to charge $10 to your phone bill on behalf of the Red Cross to go to like aid. Are you sure you want to do that? Type in yes. You've donated. You've done something good. It takes no time at all. Just do that shit. Stop being, stop being jerks. I'll, I'll think about it. But I want to make sure the money doesn't go to any Republicans. <laughs> it's going to go to like flooded out houses. <laughs> I, I want a case by case voter check on look, those houses. Look, black mold, that's a, that's a bipartisan issue. Like, like it's okay. like super toxic. Don't, oh my God. Like, <laughs> look, just I, care I, I, about people. Have empathy. I, it's okay. hard. They make it so fucking hard. These bastards, these fucking fascists. Just to care about them. Oh, fuck, fucking, I'm not better than them, but fucking hell. Like, Here's a chance it to show so it. so much work. With your wallet. Fine. You could probably write it off too. Oh, good. I can put it against that private jet insurance. I've been <laughs> yeah. Like you hear that on. boats are like, Super expensive to have. I know. The boat. Smallest violin for these boat motherfuckers, by the right? way. Right. But how much more expensive could a plane be? And yeah. you can't even use a plane as often unless you're just like, I guess, like, have your own pilot license. I know. Just... You can't, like, go tailgating. Do you tailgate in a boat? Well, fishing is kind of like tailgating because it's mostly like, let's go out and drink a lot and also try to catch fish but it's mostly <laughs> just getting bored in the sun drinking see i i, I can get behind that that seems fine mind you the, in the there seems to be like there's people over here in, in the seattle area <laughs> where they have boats and some of them are like crazy rich and have like mad more expensive boats and some of them have like more you could you could you could get that boat it's not it's it's not unreasonable to have that boat but it's all the boat upkeep you know yeah. you, you gotta be a, you gotta have somewhere to put it 
You gotta like get fuel for it. You have to get like I'm assuming like giant shark insurance. Yeah, you know because yeah. if I remember like in Jaws, like that shark destroyed that it, boat. It did, yeah, and that was a bigger boat, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they needed a bigger boat because he saw it. He was like, "Nah, we're gonna need a bigger boat," and they're like, "Fuck you." For sure. <laughs> I have boat insurance, and then motherfuckers dead. <laughs> That is actually one good thing I saw on about uh, Harvey, where the, a lot of people were getting their fucking boats and getting into action and just like yeah. just taking them into their just own Just like hands. Dunkirk. Yeah. Except the dude from One Direction didn't die in real life. I'm trying to save people. <laughs> wow. Spoiler alert on Dunkirk. I, I thought I was the hateful one. Man, fuck Harry Styles or whatever that dude's name is. <laughs> or whatever his name is. <laughs> just check that massive poster <laughs> over your bed. <laughs> Look, man, that's an o- that, that is 100% an O-Town poster, not a One Direction. Get it straight. Also, O-Town is like the worst name for a boy band. Westlife was was pretty bad. Boyzone, actually, that you can say that. Yeah, for real. Boyzone. That was one. That, was... that it seems like they're not even trying. No. It's like, well, it's Zone, I guess. <laughs> boy Sector. <laughs> boy Quadrant. No. Um, We're going to talk about music. The, the wait, what section. was that one? What was the oh. really popular boy band from the UK? Uh, there was Take That. Was Take it, was, That. Was that them? Yeah. Did they break over here? They had like one song right at the end. And then the one dude, the bad boy from Take That. Robbie Williams. Yeah, he had... He's got least, crazy. He believes in UFOs. He had, a, he had the... that uh, the mil- Millennium. Millennium yeah. song where uh, you look, he was wearing like Sean Connery get-ups the whole time. He, he dresses up like Kiss in one of his... There's one video where they this. spent like a couple million dollars to CGI make it seem like people were tearing all of his skin and muscles off. And at the end, he's a dancing skeleton. But it's like, <laughs> it's slightly too realistic looking. So like, it's just kind of generally horrifying like i'm not sure (laughs) it only got played on a show that was like can you believe these are videos that people (laughs) spend money on always it's just fight with all the bands they they refer to uh, robbie williams the the guy from uh uh, we're just talking about uh, the fat dancer out of take that which is quite funny (laughs) that's funny was he fat because he looked quite fucking ripped in those videos but i think he was even fat when he was in take that uh there was a documentary about him and stephen fry I mean, it was mainly about Stephen Fry, but it had bizarrely Robbie Williams showed <laughs> up and it was like, I'm going over here to meet one of my crazy friends. You're like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be. It's fucking Robbie Williams. Like, Why are you hanging out with Stephen Fry? This is very strange. And it's like, we're both crazy. It's like, oh, that's, that makes more okay. sense. Yeah, that's okay. It fair. was done with more tact than I'm giving it. No, was, I can imagine. He didn't turn down the barrel of the camera and go, we're both crazy. It's weird. Take that. Like, I feel like they had a push. Like, that's when, like, the Backstreet Boys and shit were, like, oh, yeah. cracking here. And so it was, like, a return of, like, shitty kind of boy bands. Yeah. So Some record label was like, well, we do have the rights to these guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe this works. Yeah. Same thing with, like, uh, when the Spice Girls happened. And then uh, and then we started, you started seeing shit, like, by, like, All Saints or whatever. Like, all yeah, these, like... definitely second-tier Spice Girls. Also, <laughs> like, that stuff has not aged as well. <laughs> um... Well, did they do Under the Bridge? They That's did. a poor choice. But yeah, yeah, it's a poor choice. It's, it's not a terrible version. Bad song. <laughs> like, Should have done Funky Monks. Like, I heard a better version of Battery this week. I will do slight diversion onto this. We yeah. found, um, I found uh, 8-bit versions of Rust in Peace, which took me to the, the guy's uh, web, like, YouTube channel, in which he'd also done all of um, Ride the Lightning and all of Master of Puppets as 8-bit chip tunes, and it has a fantastic version of Battery. Like, it it's is. not as strong, but that first solo is still just joyful. <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah, it, it is. It's really awesome. Oh, yeah, which, you, which of those did you listen to? I listened to both of them. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's it's excessive. Like, be- before you could find just chip tune versions of stuff that people did individually, this guy is like, 
I think really he has chip tunes of like some Pantera stuff and things like that. I might be uh, mis- yeah, probably, not as exciting, but, but did you listen to Dawn Patrol? The Dawn Patrol? I, did, I did not listen to Dawn Patrol. <laughs> There's there's a Dawn Patrol beer. I think I've talked about this before, and I've almost bought it to bring to the like to to tape into this podcast multiple times. Is it Megadeth Dawn Patrol or just Dawn Patrol? No, Rattlehead's not on the can with his finger on the button. No, it's like uh, I think it's illustration of a lion on the back, and that's like whatever uh, brewing company they have a bunch of beers. They also do the the DJ Jazzy Hef, which is a Hefeweizen that's brewed with tea. That is terrible. No, wait. Story checks out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no one's ever like, I want to drink a beer, but I also want to drink tea. Sip of each. Beer is a very specific flavor that doesn't really match with everything. And tea is no. just generally garbage. Sorry to your countrymen who like No, tea, no, that, that's fine. I mean... It, it's really the Chinese that came up with tea. We just, you know, we just, yeah, but you guys, we just built a very shallow, like, fragile culture. Around. <laughs> like, good evening. Who? Doctor Who? Good day. Fuck off, all of you. Yeah, but you guys have, like, tea breaks and stuff. Do, we, do you want to cover some more stuff? We <laughs> no. no. I, I had a really terrible Uber ride this week, but I don't think the people need to hear about my. Did you give him five stars anyway? Min- no, I give him one star, motherfucker. I'm- one star, no tip. But you should give us five stars <laughs> on iTunes. Unless you're this Uber guy. <laughs> yeah. Come at us. Come at us with the one star. Oh, uh, what if he's the only guy who listens to this? Yeah, so... Fucking <laughs> 51-50 years, there's a lot to be scared of. Isis, Draculus, Laser Isis. But as a listener to Metal Podcast, your number one fear should be dying alone. Imagine that. You're sliding into the void. There's no one around you to notice or care. It'll be like a Morrissey song up in that piece. But you're an insular, misanthropic nerd. How are you going to attract a mate and hold on to them long enough for you to die? Fortunately, there's an app for that. Isolado Dato is a top-ranked matching service for freaks like you. No offense, freaky. But it's not like you can upload that photo of you in a Campbell Corp shirt to OkCupid, is it? No. Now shut up and listen. Our patented algorithm will match you with the perfect person-phobic monster. You don't have to go on a lame date in the movies with all the squares and normies. You don't even have to meet. Your lifestyle doesn't have to change in any way. You just marry immediately on the understanding that when one of you starts to die, the other one has to claim they'll miss them. Stock emails and text are available for this. Use the code 5150 at sign up. But what if my freak dies before me, you might be asking. Don't worry. Plenty more freaks in the sea. Isolato Dato. Yeah, we probably should have called this Play More Freaks in the Sea. Aha! We're back. Back with beers. We got beer. <laughs> Hop Valley Brewing Company, Festeru Winter Ale. It is a thousand seven degrees outside. <laughs> so, the reason um, I picked Festeru is purely for the name. Because yeah, what are we going to be. It's a good name. Because what are we going to be talking about, Stephen? Festeroos. Oh, music festeroos. <laughs> We're going to talk, talk about music festivals. Um, this weekend, it's Labor Day weekend, and so that means in Seattle is Bumbershoot, which is the um, three-day uh, loads and loads of bands, uh, music extravaganza that I've never been to. <laughs> Review on this on this bit, by the way, because you, you made a very sour face. You it made is. a Paul Hollywood face. I did. I like. I asked you what kind of flour you're using, and you gave me an answer that I found uh, wanting. Hemp. <laughs> hemp flour. It starts out like a beer, and then tastes like a baby aspirin type situation at the yeah, end of it. A, it's, it has a very bittery, soury. This uh, is like all the dirty inches poured in the one bottle <laughs> wow. from a party. Well, we should drink it quickly because I can't imagine what a skunky version of this beer tastes like. 
Yeah, Bumper Shoot. Bumper Shoot is a deck. Y- you've never been to Bumper Shoot, I assume. I have not. I Most of the people in Seattle I've spoken to have also never been to Bumper Shoot. I was going to go one time. Who who was on that was going to make you go? It was the first time that the Pixies reformed. I was working at um, toy and pop culture um, dispensing store <laughs> that had free tickets, you like free passes to Bumper Shoot oh, for cool. its employees. So all I had to do was not work that day and take one of those free passes and go watch the Pixies. And I was like, no. Just opted to not do it. So as I understand it, Bumper Shoot, you, you, you get the pass and you go in, but then you have to get a different pass to go into the actual hole where the band is playing. Isn't it is like you have to go wait for like specific like armbands? I said arm. Well, that's yeah. if well. they die. <laughs> Next time Slayer play, get an armband fucking Jeff Hanneman. Yeah, I think you have to wait in line. As someone who's been there could probably describe this better. Not two assholes who have never been there. But, like, <laughs> well, you have we to... Think we should go there once in a uh, I don't know if I want to no. go. Um, so your whole thing is, like, you're not definite that you're going to be able to see the things that you want to see, despite the fact that you paid the money. The yeah, money yeah. just gets you into, like, the general area of yeah, it. Where you can see, you know, local bands, like, well, like it... Cat and, like... I mean, they're great, but... You can see them at Numos. You can see that's, them that's, that is gonna. That's my inherent problem with the Capitol Hill block party and bumper shoot, which is I'm looking at the bills and maybe there's one like touring band that you were like excited for, but they'll probably come up and play a different thing. It's true. It's a ton of local acts. It's like, and oh, cool. Hughes Ox is good. I can just go see them though, can't I? Yeah. <laughs> with all these assholes. I don't like people very much. And I really don't like entitled asshole people. And I should say that I, um, I've um, i never been to a festival in general. No, Not a single one? Not a, not a single festival. They didn't come S- up to state Alaska. State fairs? You went to a state fair? I went to a state... That doesn't count. Like, that was like... That's a, outside. But that's <laughs> like... music outside. <laughs> but that's one band in a Euro stand. That's not like a fucking, okay. like, I'm going to go get elephant ears and I'm going to go see Joan Jett. That does, that's not a festival. That's okay. like a fucking fair. It's like, not, well, we, if we see Evanescence, we might miss Damage Plan. It's not. Y- yeah. So I've been to those, but I haven't been to, like, your your Lollapaloozas, your Ozfest. What about uh, Capitol Hill Block Party? Oh, I've been to one Capitol ones? Hill Block Party, and that was only because uh, the Mercy Devils got back together. And so uh, when they got back together, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. So I saw that, but I didn't go to see any of her bands at the Capitol Hill Block Party. Yeah, I, I did a similar thing, the whole study headlined i think one year i went and right. just just saw them didn't stay good. for the dj set afterwards <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm good but but the year i think the year before it was the year that sonic youth headline never uh, seen sonic youth so oh, i'll go some of my friends really like sonic youth so i went down there i saw them but before them was wait you seen sonic youth live yeah oh it was just it was, I've, no i've seen uh thurston moore uh, the the other fella and the lady one stand in front of Amps Wally feedback. <laughs> like if that's what Sonic Youth Live Lee is, Ronaldo, then box checked. You're, you're talking about Lee Ronaldo. Lee Ronaldo, yeah, he has a a, a I, jazz master built in his honor. I think it I, just feeds better. There's no strings. <laughs> Have some fucking songs as well as feedback. Do, do both. Put feedback in your solos. But don't, in, don't just don't be Sonic Youth. <laughs> the idea of Sonic Youth and the story behind Sonic Youth is really interesting, and it makes it sound like a thing that you would care about. Yeah, I it's think like, if you dig into because we'll we'll. Not repeat ourselves. When when you dig into that um, John Fine book about um, indie rock revolution, uh, if you've actually listened to Bitch Magnet, you're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I I have intentionally not checked out the band. Yeah, I think it's better not to do that. I was going to do that as soon. Like I'm making notes of specific songs that he calls out, and yeah. when I'm done reading this book, because if I like listen to it and I'm like, nah, he is a very opinionated, either for effect or just as a dude. <laughs> 
And he's already said some shit about bands that I like actively like. Where he's yeah, just like, I think he's mentioned the replacements in kind of a negative way. You know, stuff on the radio is really bad. It's all bullshit. Like Tears of Fears. Like Tears of Fears is pretty good, man. They have fucking cuts. Like <laughs> they really do. <laughs> we played a show once, and they kept um, playing '80s music in between the bands. Like lots of '80s music, lots of Hollow Notes, and lots of Tears of Fears. And it was the fucking best. It yeah, was, it was so like, good. I understand at that point you're like being a contrarian, but it's also like it's okay to like reverse your opinion. Yeah, like, I, I guess know. if everyone in your fucking school's listening to it, then it's not going to be the most. It's hard for me to reappreciate Oasis because just fucking horrible monsters listen to Oasis. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that that's I'm I'm good. I don't need to fucking fund this bullshit. Like, well, you're gonna have to when we do a track by track <laughs> review. We'll be here now. <laughs> not doing this. <laughs> So I've seen uh, Sonic Youth. I've, see, I've seen the Sonic Youth. Be- directly on before them on the same stage was the Gossip. While the Gossip were on, I went into Numos, which is right next to the main stage, and saw Future's Left for the first time, and that was amazing. That was, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, and then right before that, because we do it in, in reverse chronological order, the Thermals. So I'm like, that was a pretty good day. Yeah, like, no, that's... Three, well, two really good bands and one kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, fine, this is not <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically that's where festivals are awesome i think my problem with it is like i look at bumper shoot every year and when you just look at like here's all of the bands that are there you're like oh there's like six or seven bands I, I okay yeah, i'd watch all those but then you look it's over three days there are like those bands are never anywhere near each other it doesn't like it's where it's like, there's no way to make it be like a great day where you like get there at fucking noon and, yeah like, the same thing on those metal festivals you know like, oh the fuck yeah Ma- maryland death fest and stuff like that when you're like oh fucking pig destroyer in the middle of like day two and carcass like quite high up on like day four and then just a bunch of weird logos like and then i'm yeah. getting more and more into it now but, uh, as i'm sort of using spotify to explore new bands but it's like some of them are just like black dahlia murder it's that kind of stuff and i'm just like it's that kind of bro metal that that yeah. kind of well it, i i understand that i have weird arbitrary things where it's like i like this and it's like oh you'll like these four bands nope <laughs> where it's like i know it when i hear it and so this is a problem with a lot of like metal festivals especially it's like yeah. unless it's just straight up a440 grindcore which i can so like stand that, the whole time like you know. spotify is actually pretty good at that they, they did um you know they do those uh your your weekly mix and your daily mix and it's split by genre now i don't, think, I don't know if it used to be but they like yeah. i listen to loads of pop music and so it says here's fucking erasure and then it was like and here's your grindcore mix and it was nails like young and in the way nice. it was like it's really good i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm not an expert but I can't tell the fucking difference between nails and young and in the way and full of hell. <laughs> you know, they're all something fucking same. And they're all great. The point is, festivals rarely hook it up as like, I've got to see all these bands. Or yeah. I've got to see 50% of these bands. Yeah. It's, it's rare when that happens. So let's see. What, the first festival I went to was uh, Donington Monsters of Rock 95, which was Metallica. The year Metallica headlined. They, they re- tried to rename it Escape from the Studio because they were busy recording Load, which was a load of wank. <laughs> were they good? Metallica were great. Um, they because it was '95 that like that they they played two shitty songs off load. They played two by four and eight my bitch, and otherwise it was uh. just good Metallica songs and some stuff off um, Justice. So, <laughs> but the, uh, the the other bands were like Corrosion Conformity opened, Southern Rock Corrosion Conformity opened. So. I was the most excited I have ever been. <laughs> They're playing right now with fucking Danzig. Yet yet you don't and, and Musoid man. Jesus, they got added to the fucking bill. Oh yeah, but it's it's just it's on the east coast. And new, who do you know in east coast cities? Anyway, um, this is them. Then Warrior Soul were terrible. Then White Zombie <laughs> played to a backing track of their music. Um, 
slashes Snake Pit. At that point, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stand at the front anymore. Yeah, this, this is where I go get a beer and yeah. use the bathroom. Uh, and then it started heating up again. There was a therapy. Oh, I fucking adore. Going to see like a big festival like that. Was, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Well, I was 15, 16, so it was like, it was like I had to drive all the way. I must have been 17 because I drove all the way there. So it was exciting to do that, and it was exciting to go see like metal for that long. And that was, so I was really excited to see fucking White Zombie because White Zombie didn't tour the, the UK, and right. Courage of Wombazy kind of did, but there wasn't, wasn't like, they opened for Megadeth that didn't like tour properly. So it was really good. I, I, I had a good time. Those festivals didn't come up to Alaska. Yeah. In fact, stadium bands didn't go up to play the stadiums. I think. Was it like a hockey stadium? Yeah. Bear fighting? How, what do you do in Alaska? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a big hockey stadium kind of thing. And so the interest for all tour came up. Uh, I think immediately after that, uh, Bon Jovi played the same stadium. Sure, yeah. Around Story that time. Out. So all the shows I saw were at showbox level venues or smaller, and most of them were in coffee shops or like 200 people yeah. rooms, right? And that is, that is more more fun to see a show there. but there, there is a spectacle about seeing it like a huge well, so, stadium show so when i moved down here one of the first things is like acdc was like touring on stiff upper lip yes. and playing to coma dome and i was like one those guys could die at any moment i should go we should go see them but also i was like i've never seen a show in a stadium like i don't even know what that's like which is like weird because most people do work it in reverse like the first show for most people is like a stadium yeah, show I, that was definitely mine i, I saw yeah. like a state i saw extreme and that was the first like big show i went to i mean the first show i went to was it three sides of every it story? was the three sides of every story so they're better it's uh, great it was really good they really sold it um i'm sure they did <laughs> if like allison chains had come up and played like the, the sullivan arena i would have gone to that show course, like, yeah. like i fucking would have been into it but they like Open, opening for stone temple pilots dude <laughs> I would have, that would have been like, you know, you understand like what that show would have meant to me at that time. If Stone Temple Pilots and Alice in Chains were on the same fucking bill, it's like, I'd still be talking about that show. There's something to see a band that's been playing stadiums for a long time. I'm sure Metallica's like this. Yeah. You know, they knew what to do. They, knew, they can use the full stage. There's cannons going off or whatever. Like, yeah. there's, there's a show. Even though you know that they're just thinking about, like, okay, after the show. I'm going to eat some of those ribs that are back there. <laughs> then I should probably have my assistant, like, get my laundry from the hotel or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, fucking... I'm going to have to go for a long run if we get those ribs. But I was, I was good today. I didn't move last night, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like. Where, where were we up to? Oh, shows this straw. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> okay, well, I got a lot of time to think about stuff because I'm going to play this riff for fucking <laughs> ever. Like, um, if you're at a certain age, I don't know that you're psyched to go to a festival. Yeah. Maybe you are if you're not like a if you're a casual music fan. Because yeah, because it's it's loads of bands all there like just laid out for you. You don't have to like go oh on Thursday I'll go see this band and then on Saturday I'll go see this band. It's like it's a bunch of bands you might kind of like. Yeah, you know three o'clock and you can buy beer for thirteen dollars a glass or whatever it is. Have you been to the Gorge? Have you, have you seen any shows? I've not any shows seen there? Any shows. I saw the first um what's it called? What's the big festival have at the Gorge on not Labor Day but the one before that the uh, Memorial Day, Sasquatch. Oh, I'm, yeah. No. I, saw, I saw the first Sasquatch Festival with Coldplay headlining. I had an opportunity to see Coldplay for free, and I left early. Like, Good decision. <laughs> like, I was working at a guitar center, and Ash rolled into the guitar center. I was working in the warehouse. Dude came back because he knew I was a huge Ash fan. I was like, dude, I, I, Ash is like just like <laughs> shopping right now. And so I like ran out there. I was like, oh, hey, Ash. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? One, all those dudes. A tiny? Way smaller than you would think. <laughs> Tim Wheeler is, I'm not like that tall of a dude. Like you, you have a couple of inches on me. He was like chest. He was like super wow. small. 
I was like, yeah, I'll ring you up. And I was just giving him fucking sweetheart deals on shit. I was like, giving it, like, I was, I'll give it to you for cost. Like, fuck it. Like, you know, I was like, hey, I heard you guys are doing it in an acoustic in store. And he's like, well, we're playing the fucking Paramount tonight. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. It's probably sold out and shit. You know, and he's like, oh, let's put you on the list. Because I was, was like, what are they buying? I'm assuming that it's harder to get lower priced, but still pretty good, like guitars. Because they were looking yeah. at a lot of shit where they're like, I can't believe this guitar is like 200 bucks. And I was yes, like... Yes, in, in the UK, it's generally... Uh, in the 90s, at least, it was... You'd spend in, in pounds what you would in dollars. And the pound was really fucking strong. Like, it was about, about double. So yeah, yeah. You, an SG, but whatever. Like, an Epiphone SG would be twice as much in the in the UK. And so, so. like... So... And they're like, yeah, we're playing with Coldplay. And at that point, Coldplay was, like, yellow. Yellow yeah. had broken here. I don't know about if they had... Like, I don't know. They, they started off, I think, as a fairly big deal in the UK. I only spent a couple of weeks in obscurity, and then they. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was like uh, parachutes was a big record. Yeah, then that's that's that record. Like, so it's like I had heard Yellow, and I was like, Yeah, it's fine. They had a video for it that MTV showed all the time, which was just uh, that Chris Martin douche, like in a rain slicker singing into the camera on like a beach on a shitty day. <laughs> that's what England is. I think I was probably like this Radiohead bullshit like or whatever yeah, it, like, it is it's like shit radio <laughs> later on they were shit a lot of different bands but oh, they started yes, out they like expanded out that they're, they're terrible in many different ways <laughs> so um well ra- done <laughs> yeah i mean it was so it was just coldplay and ash on this tour uh, perfect pairing <laughs> and again this is this is so this is coldplay at the fucking paramount and the paramount 1500 1500 but i think they had the balcony closed okay so a thousand foul, so maybe thousand right yeah. And it was sold out, but this is like where people who are kind of like early adopters of, you know, like that one song or maybe yeah, Bob Parachutes. Yeah. And uh, so I, but I'm there specifically to see Ash and I'm like fucking roll in and buy a t shirt. Like I'm fucking psyched. I'm like, I was maybe 23 at this point and I was still like, still a good six years older than the crowd. Oh, like, really? you know, like it was like, a lot of high school girls. Like, for, for Ash or for Coldplay? For Coldplay. Okay. And so those people Ash, were Ash, despite their heights, very pretty. I remember that being a, being quite, yeah, a, yeah. quite a thing in the, Tim, in, the, in the UK. They had a little, I think that was what... Tim Wheeler. And is, the bass player. It, it, they're, they are both good looking dudes. Yeah. And then the drummers is kind of like the did, guy... Who, did they have Girl Ash at that point? Kathy, they did. They, Emily, Anne. I can't remember. Charlotte? <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah, that's exactly it. I just uh, suggest lady names until I get the right one. Mary Elizabeth? I don't know what it is. You know what? We'll look. We'll Sp- show it. Spider-Man's girlfriend? <laughs> this was after... They were probably... This nuclear sounds. Probably. Free All Angels. Free All Angels. So oh, Free All Angels. It's got a fucking walking barefoot on. I love that song. Yeah, it's got a... They did Cherry Bomb and Burn Baby Burn and oh, all that yeah, kind of yeah. shit. So this is like comeback Ash, even though Free All Angels is a better album than Nuclear Sounds, but it's not like demonstrably different. It's right. weird that Nuclear Sounds, they put that out and people are like, Ash shit the bed. <laughs> and they put out almost the exact same record with marginally better songs. And it was like, Ash is back. So Ash gets on and I couldn't be more excited. Right. And this is like comeback Ash. They're energized. <laughs> the crowd is aggressively not into it. It was like real, like they were just getting stonewalled out, like because people were like, "Oh yeah, we've we've played shows like that." <laughs> to the point where like Tim is like, "You know, I know you're waiting to like hear Coldplay and have your heart broken by it or whatever, but here's one of our songs." Like he was like, he pointed out like, "Come on, guys!" And I'm like, "Fucking, in- Bro, we came a long way for this show." <laughs> and I'm Do like, "Do you know what Island is?" <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, and I'm into it, and they fucking sound good. They had like it's like yeah, the Paramount sounds fucking great. Twin guitar sounds. It's like a shorter set than I would have liked because you know I would have liked 
Ash to be the headliner because this <laughs> is the course, f- yeah. first time that I saw a band that I've liked fucking for years. Like, and uh, they get off the stage and then they're setting up for Coldplay. And I was look around, I crunch the numbers, and I'm like, probably get home. Wow, you pizza. Did, didn't <laughs> like, even didn't even hear them play the first no, chord. No, their amps weren't even out. By wow. the time I left, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I kind of wish I had stayed, to be quite honest, just to see what it's about. I know I wouldn't have had a good time, but it would have been, like, interesting to probably hear that band. At, unless you were in their college or whatever, the smallest venues they played. Right, you right. You know, as a band. So, when I saw them, and I only saw, I saw, like, the first song was like, I'm good, I don't need to see. I, I they play Clocks, and you're like, like they've played my song. <laughs> They might have opened with clocks. I don't know. I know yellow. That's about it. Anyway, they, they started, it went dark. They started playing. And I, I walked up the amphitheater exit thing into my tent. I think I was staying in a tent. I don't really remember. We're drinking a lot. But it was a one-day festival, but you could camp. I'm not really sure why so they you, allowed you to camp. So, wait, so you, I guess we all did because it was... So you passed out to the dulcet sounds of Chris Martin? Yeah, I think so. Singing some fucking romantic nonsense. It, it, well, it wasn't good. There wasn't any good. There wasn't any bands I wanted to see. I went because like, all my, my friends were going, so it was like, oh, we'll go, we'll go to this thing. Flaming Lips were there. They weren't very good. Here's the thing was. about the Flaming Lips. Oh, but sorry. Well, the, the day they were playing... Um, we discussed, like, well, we're not really here for the music. And I said, yeah, because if we were here for the music, we'd be going to see fucking Ash at Graceland, because that's, that's what was... <laughs> oh, I was at that show! You were at that show! I wasn't fucking... <laughs> yeah, the br- yeah. Oh, well, you should have gone. That yeah. show was fucking good. They were on the uh, the Meltdown <laughs> tour, and they were headlining. It wasn't super full, but the people who were there were mostly into it, and I was fucking freaking the fuck out. Like, I was super into it. So that's, you should have... That, that, my- that was where I should have been. That's where I would have been had I not been at... at uh, <laughs> that festival. Oh my god, see, festivals are the worst. I think there was a period of time I never went to an Ozfest because of the people and the places. And oh, the it things. was. It was the UK is a little bit different though, so it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, Corn was supposed to play, but they cancelled or they were ill or something. Corn couldn't play. Therapy played. Therapy were amazing. Yeah. And I'd love and adore them. They always always put on an amazing show, and I was like, they always look so fucking happy to be there, like Anthrax, like that kind of like. I can't believe we fucking get to do this. This is fantastic. Yeah. They're so good. They're just a fucking ball of love and energy. And they say, oh, sorry, we're not Corn, is- but we're fucking good. And then they play the next song. It's just like. I love you so it's much, a- Therapy. The Foo uh, Fighters played as well. Really? Yeah, they, wow, they, they were on that bill. Jesus, I've seen a lot. you seen the Foo Fighters? I didn't I know I'd seen the Foo Fighters. But. So wait, 98, that would be Color in the Shape? Yeah, yeah, they played they play some good songs. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's like... That's peak Foo Fighters, probably. I, mean, they've not, I know they did long sets. Now, I don't know if that means they play 50 songs, like Guided by Voices, or if they just no. do 12 songs, but it's like, oh man, I can't believe Monkey Wrench is eight and a half minutes long. I Could think, it not be? <laughs> I think it's like they do 24 songs. But there's a lot of like, okay, at the end of this song, we're going to stretch. There's a bunch of jams to where like my friend Sean saw them and he was just like, man, they could have played like five more songs at yeah. the same time. And that's the thing. It and they're always going to get compared to Nirvana. And Nirvana didn't do that. And that was better. <laughs> that's why Nirvana well, was better. They didn't do it at the time. I wonder what Nirvana would be like if Kurt hadn't have died. Yeah. I mean, it's, other it's, than, it's a good, th- good thought experiment. Other than... Um, I mean, they would have put out disappointing records because no one is able to keep that up. No, taking it song for song, Nevermind is like... It's all, superb, isn't it? We were just, it's we all, it's all hits. Yeah, we talked about this uh, at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> where before we, were, we went on. Because I was like talking about Nevermind, and we're like... We're like, isn't it good all the way through? And then we went through every song, we're like, it's every song could be a single. Every, every Like, legitimately every song is like, I can't believe this wasn't the hit. And, yeah. And, and it was like, oh shit, like... 
Territorial Pistons would be pushed to be a single for, for a single, but and something in the way. But otherwise, uh, but I outside love, of that, it's like any of these could be a fucking A side. <laughs> yeah, and Territorial Pistons, like it was like the song that I was like, I gotta like wait, let me let me find this on the cassette. Like, I'm just thinking like MTV video for that might be tricky. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be tough. That would be a tough one. But like, um, but Breed wasn't a single. Could've no, been. they they did uh, their singles at least in the U.S. were. They start out with uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," which is not supposed to be a hit. It was supposed to prime the pump of but modern, in bloom, right? Modern rock radio for uh, "Come As You Are." Come as you are, yeah, okay. Which was supposed to be the breakthrough hit, but then like fucking "Smells Like Teen Spirit" obviously is "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and some people like right. fucking. Oh, there's a period of time where I'd skip that song and listen to the rest of the album all the way through because I was like, I got it. Yeah. Now it's been long enough that like when that comes on the radio, I'm like, cool. But you know, like yeah, I, um, I, I'll, I'll, I can I can keep hearing that forever. That's, that, that's a good song. But yeah, then but was, it, and in, then in bloom was was that the next in single? bloom was that, and that then, was one of the first singles I ever bought on CD because I got a CD player and I was excited about it and I got the CD single. Yeah, <laughs> oh fuck! What was on the digipack? What was uh, what was you might have gotten a good B side? A uh, sliver and a live version of. Polly, I think was that was the uh, was it like new wave Polly or was it yeah good? it was like the punk punk rock poly, okay I think that's nice that's yeah nice, it was a good single that's a nice collection I I have a bunch of um, people at a certain point I got back into Nirvana like like a lot of people I think were like who and when you get into punk rock you start being like nah yeah you, well, you find stuff for yourself and you feel like nah this, I don't need the stuff that was spoon fed to me anymore I'm I'm good yeah and then and then at a certain point though I was like. Let me get let me get that Nirvana back. Yeah. Like, well, so, oh, you might listen to something up in Sazdasad and go, yeah, that 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 cover of that. Um, what's that terrible Scottish band that they? Oh, they Vaseline's or Vaseline, like <laughs> Son of a Gun. Yeah, and the, the son oh, of that a gun. cover is so fucking good. That's that's great. on my night. That's I, on my I, shitty nineties rock. Playlist. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the uh, the Vaseline's. <laughs> no, they make Bell and Sebastian sound like fucking pig destroyer. They are weak. <laughs> They're a weak band. We- that is. It's one. They're one of those like outsider artisty type things where yeah. you're like, I'm glad that you were able to make music. No, but I I'm need... glad you were able to make someone else make music. I hate what you've done. <laughs> like, like, but I, it's like I'm just not gonna list. Like I take the act, the craft of songwriting and performing slightly too seriously. <laughs> so like, a lot of people are charmed by like ineptus, but I'm. Yeah, I'm not. Daniel Johnson and um, who's that local? That that's, that's yeah, Beat the, Happening. Beat Happening, yeah. Beat Happening and like the Olympia, like they they like they turned amateur. Roll shit. tape. Let's start writing a song. Yeah, <laughs> put it out. Like the first band I was in playing guitar, we recorded our first practice for reference, and I put it out as a single. <laughs> People paid money for that. And it was a boombox recording, but it wasn't like it was like a distorted mess. Like it was actually like we played. You could hear where the drums were and where the guitars were. Yeah, it was actually pretty clear because we were in a giant room and it was like it worked out. But it was like garbage. Like it was fucking (laughs) garbage play. Like it was because it was like third time we had played the songs or whatever. Where it's like we got through them all the way. Like and I was like, yeah. But it was like you know the the idea that we that that was us playing a song was enough that I like went for it. But people had to suffer through a lot of bullshit. I'm not saying that I came out of, like fully formed and knew how to play music. No, no, I totally not. fucking was garbage. <laughs> Nobody does. We uh we really went far afield. Yeah, we went. We I think we're not in festival land anymore. Um, well, okay, so I think I've also discussed the four or five festivals I've actually been to. So, but I so I don't have much more to add. Do you know how much fucking tickets are for Bumper Shoot this year? By the way, no, 150 bucks a day. 
150 American dollars. Also, you don't definitely get to see the bands you want to see, I assume, because you need to buy a wristband or an armband or a headband. Or like, yeah, there's a limited... Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, so, a... I might get to see Weezer, whose their last record was pretty good. The one before that, nah. was, the one, the one before that was okay. Maybe the one before that was actually pretty good. The, the one with um, The British Are Coming is a pretty good record. Here's the thing. Well, Weezer, I'd spend two hundred and fifty dollars if you could bring put me in a time machine to go back to around when Pinkerton was like coming out <laughs> to see a show. If I got a ticket to that show and a time machine like trip to go see them and then a return trip because I don't want to live my life in like fucking nineteen ninety four. No, that'd be amazing. I would totally want to do that. I'd be just predicting shit. <laughs> You'd just be inventing be like, everything. You like, You guys want to get on MySpace, and then a little while after, you guys want to get off MySpace. <laughs> this guy's ahead of the curve. <laughs> he was the one that told us to get on in the first place. We should listen to him. I could invent Twitter. I couldn't invent Facebook. I could invent Twitter. I could code that up. I'm pretty sure. This is pretty straightforward. Like version no, think one. About, think not, about the sca- not the scale they have now. Version one. I could do that. Like think, in the nineties. Think about your uh, your coding ability. Your coding ability in the nineties equals the dopest thing. Although you'd have to like <laughs> I'd be from the oh no, but I'd be I'm relying on a lot of stuff that people have built now and I'd be going back to when it was very primitive. So I'd be like, Well, I don't have to do this. You'd have to try to like print out a lot of code screens like, Hold on, I gotta bring this binder with me. Secret <laughs> binder that I keep in a safe a la Biff's fucking sports almanac. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, I'd do that. I'd do the sports almanac thing, that's way easier. <laughs> Except after about like your fifth bet, wouldn't you get all your knuckles broken and buried in the desert? Like, yeah, like, this guy knows everything. Like. He is cheating. Maybe he's traveling through time. I don't care about that. We're losing money. Let's kill this motherfucker. Yeah, I would pick like one long shot, put all the money on it, so I seem like a degenerate, and then not make it make another bet for like five years. And I'll, then, like, I'll do it through my network of homeless people like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, my returns wouldn't be great because presumably some of those homeless people would have scum with the money as well that's they like, should. That's, that's, you, you have a certain amount of, of loss that you assume <laughs> in that. You know, you're like, I'm going to lose 20% I mean, that's the <laughs> to bend a loss or whatever. and then <laughs> Charge it to the game. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You, <laughs> look, that's, you know, there's going to be market fluctuations. As any content generating service knows, getting views matters. From the awful blog that you write about where you get pizza in the terrible town where you live, to the commercial juggernaut that is keeping it 5150. It's all about them eyeballs. But how do you cut through the noise? How are people going to hear your bad ideas above everyone else's? Well, you might not have heard of his company, but you will know his voice. Introducing Jeff Tate's Clickbait. It's the one-stop shop for creating misleading phrases to drive traffic to your site. From, and you won't believe what happens next, to, number eight is hilarious. Jeff's lies will trick a gullible audience into believing they're actually going to get something good. Need proof of Jeff's credentials? Rage for Order sold over 500,000 copies. This man can do bullshit. Now you might be thinking, but in today's political climate, I don't want to be associated with anything containing the word Reich. You know, because Nazis. Well, don't worry. Jeff was fired from Queensryche over five years ago for being a dictator. But not that kind of dictator. It's fine. It's all basically fine. You won't have to dream in infrared to use the service. At just 20 bucks a month, we'll predict you'll be screaming in digital. Jeff Tate's clickbait. It will be an Operation Colon Mindcrime to miss out. Uh, We're back. Yeah, oh, what's I'm up? Exhausted. 
final segment of this long ass fucking show. We normally do the f- the food part here. Normally, meaning the last. Meaning time. the last time. Foodie, but uh, keeping it foodie one foodie. If you want to uh, know where I'm at with that beer, it was a struggle to get it down. Yeah. Like new flavors emerged throughout the time that I was the, the t- hour and a half that I was drinking it. Never flavors that were welcome though. <laughs> it was like now it tastes like bark and chocolate. Now it tastes like toilet water and gummy bears. It was it was struggle. But we we drank them. Yeah, you know, we, we got them done. We got that finished. I'm not gonna not drink it. No, I mean I will never not drink it. But I was like, I wish this was a different, better beer. So uh, I didn't bring it. So because yeah. of that, I didn't bring any food. And we you don't also. really have any. Let's let's make a big dig in harder next time. <laughs> but what we could do, as we as we previously discussed, uh, is is talk about you know season. I want to say eight. Series eight. eight. Series eight. Of the Great British Bake. Technically dropped. I was dogging it, guys, because it's not available in the U.S. Although it appears like Channel 4 has the first episode, but I haven't dug in to try and view it. It might be on YouTube. YouTube had it. I watched the first 15 seconds of it. It involved people I don't like in a hot air balloon not being able to find a tent that was right underneath them. Not yeah. a strong start. <laughs> like. No, it's uh, it's weak. I mean, it's we'll we'll get into. Oh, I, I watched it last night. My wife was very angry with it. Like, oh really? <laughs> doesn't like the new new presenters. Calls Paul a traitor. Throughout. <laughs> She's not wrong. Wow. <laughs> traitor and a scab. <laughs> Paul Hollywood needed to get his. He's got to eat. <laughs> he he does not have to eat. <laughs> he could he could take a little break from that eating. Look, <laughs> he makes bread for fucking fun. It's a lot of carbs. Yes, he does. <laughs> Sandy Fox because okay, my wife pointed out her voice is kind of annoying. So, oh, do it, do an shame. insulting imitation of it. I, I can't really. It's uh, come on, Rich Little. <laughs> no, okay. We're counting I on you for. I, 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 uh, it's it's just it's kind of piercing. She has like a very piercing posh lady voice. So it's a, uh, that was a bit of a struggle. Um, the un- unfunny guy from um, from the IT crowd. Let me narrow that down for you. The unfunny guy from fucking Mighty Boosh. The Boosh. <laughs> the Mooch. The, the Mighty Mooch. The mighty I would mooch. watch a show called The Mighty Mooch. <laughs> just him. Just him pretending to be a fucking daffodil. Um, oh, imagine a penguin. Fuck all of you. Yeah, the unfunny guy from that. Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding. Oh, dressed like a fucking vampire. Throw. That's like, the thing. Wearing a t-shirt with bats on it. I was like, Fuck you. The opening gag where they're in a hot air balloon not being able to find where the tin is. That's also, they're not in a hot air balloon. <laughs> right, right below him. He's wearing some like... voiceover shit right there. He's wearing some shit that he got off of Rob Zombie around the time of fucking more human than human. It's like he's wearing like a duster oh, and like a fucking wishes. top hat and <laughs> goggles and all this shit where he's it's like... This, this motherfucker, Dressed man. Like the woman in the Four Non Blondes video. The one video that they made. <laughs> There's goggles on the hat. I mean, I got questions. And the question is, what's going on? <laughs> Did he ever pull the goggles down to really inspect the bread? <laughs> or cakes or whatever it was? You know what? I'd have gained respect from him if he'd done that. That would have been good. He's like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, story checks out. That is a cake. Doesn't look like it rises enough. Close texture. Are you sure you used the right kind of flour? And he'd be like, those goggles fucking work, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude is killing it with his goggle game. So you're you're out-ish? I mean, now I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> I want to know who wins. Okay, so I'm... I already want to know who wins. I am going to watch it, but I hadn't, so we can't do a full breakdown where I really get into the weeds like I normally do about... <laughs> other than the, the, the times where it took so long for us to podcast... And yeah. I was drinking during like w- viewings that I couldn't and, remember and I'd what happened. I completely forgotten about what happened. 
Because it's hard for me to retain a whole baker from my head. It's not that interesting. It's, it's no 8-bit version of battery. Peace. <laughs>